<laughs> that was the most poorly timed fart uh, we've ever had in studio here, Brad. <laughs> it hasn't got over here yet, but welcome back to One Morning We All Go. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. How's it going? Doing great, sir, and I apologize for the ambiance, but uh, better out than in, I see. That's, yeah. You know, more the merrier. How how you liking the winter wonderland we got going here in southwest Iowa in the uh, third week of January 24? <laughs> We're actually a little bit ahead, so this... This it could be all cleared out by the time we're supposed to get 30, 40 degree weather here. Yeah, next a, week. So good muddy mess next week. So so this is kind of a uh, we can a, use the moisture. Absolutely, we'll take the moisture. This is a winter wonderland episode. <laughs> but uh, catching up on current events right off the bat. Okay, we had a local man six miles from our location win two million dollars in the lottery. Shut the front door. I hadn't heard that. Yep, just between here and trainer. Really? Yep, it was his Facebook official. Hmm. But uh, they headed up with the lottery picture. But uh, a local farmer over there, fellow I know a little bit, won't say his name. I'll put out his phone number, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, won $2 million. Holy buckets. Yeah. Older guy, younger guy? Yeah, he's probably 65, I would guess. Well, 60, good for 65. him. Yeah, that's what I thought. I would like people do well. Do you play the lottery? I. It's funny because I don't, you know, the the $1 billion, those don't bother me. But I wouldn't, I could, I could handle a nice 100 mil. Yeah. But the the one billion ones that would just ruin your life. Yeah, but I think a hundred million I could make it better. I'm starting to get the the waft over here though. So <laughs> I know I can't see you so much. <laughs> uh, no, uh, your 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 mustache is curling <laughs> like Captain Hook it's, twitching. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's so, got some hang time. Do you, do you hang? Do you play the lottery? You know, I play it when it gets up to the. Seven hundred million. I did. I bought a mega. So you're more apt to play the more it is because thirty million won't help you at all. But a hundred million is yeah. better. Yeah. Well, they four hundred million. The, the thought process I think everybody thinks is when it's up that high, someone's got to win it. They nobody's going to win it when it's thirty million because they want it to drive up to seven hundred million because then more people play. Mm-hmm. But if yeah, if you're going to win, because I'm much, two million. That's that's great. Yeah, I'd be much more likely to play one with better odds and a lot lower prize. Mm-hmm. You know, I I really do think I'd probably rather win ten million than eleven hundred, or I mean, a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are we gonna do with a billion dollars? It's generational wealth, baby. Yeah, your kids' kids ain't gotta work. I don't want to raise a bunch of turds, though. Right? Isn't that they the... need to do something. Shiloh always said, if we won the lottery, she'd spend it all as quickly as possible so people quit expecting handouts. Right. We were just having a beer on the campfire years ago, and somebody said, what would you do if you won? And I was like, oh, yeah, this and that and that. And she was upset with me that I wasn't going to give her, it was either 100000 or a million. It was a giant lottery. Yeah. But she was visibly upset with me that I wasn't just going to give her $100,000 or a million dollars, whatever it was. Like, just because I won doesn't mean all you motherfuckers won. Right. Just because I mean, we're married doesn't mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't Jess, but uh, no, that's funny. But yeah, she was couldn't believe why you wouldn't give all of us. No, yeah, no. Do you give me twenty percent of your paycheck every week? Absolutely, I do. Right, but uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, so do you? Ha- would you? Ha- I mean, what what would be your your grandiose plan if you win? <sighs> oh, I, yeah, I would want to invest it, and it, you know, it really depends. You know, are you talking one million or a hundred million? 10, 10 million. 10 million. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, so pay off my debt and probably pay off. Is that enough? Yeah, it okay, should, okay, should cover okay, most okay, of it. Okay. And uh, probably that of my mom and dad and my in-laws. 
my mom yeah. and dad and Justin's mom and dad. Right. And make sure they're comfortable for the rest of their days. And uh, then, you know, invest the rest. Uh, Jess has always wanted a beach house somewhere. She loves the beach. It's probably good to beach house. And uh, But I, I would definitely keep farming. Something like a beach house, something modest, like 500000 Well, it, right. It, because it's a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but on a, for a beach house, that's... That's a 900-square-foot house. Yeah. Like, you go to Florida and buy some. I was watching Beach Hunters just the other day. It was like eight or 900 square feet for 700000 because wow. locations, location, location is everything. Right. So that, that'd be, you know, invest a lot of it, you know, try to make it enough returns. You don't have to work, but I, I would still farm, I think. I, yeah. I enjoy farming. So that's that's my opinion. What about yeah. yourself? Uh, first thing I'd do, I'd probably pay someone to finish the basement because I wouldn't have to then. Uh, right. <laughs> at least the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But because uh, most of it's most of it's squared away. Uh, I would put in a bike trail in between uh, Oakland and Macedonia. The old railroad? Like the old Wabash. railroad, yep, just just like the Wabash. Well, paved, but yep. not limestone, so you could ride it when it was right. damp out. But uh, So I do that, and then that way we could do, you know, a, a Wednesday wing ride where you could ride it down. Yeah, because nobody farms any of that anyway. Yeah, nobody farms. I'd buy all that farm ground. Yeah. Uh, just let it grow over. I wouldn't, you know, it's well, just I mean, crappy old river bottom. But all that stuff for the on the trail is in the trees where nobody farms anyway. Well, if you look at an aerial photo, the most part. it the the river kind of cuts in and yeah. in, in around, and it's it, it, it would be either be a pretty windy trail, or you're going to cut across some farmland. And how sweet a bike would you have? I probably wouldn't get a new bike. I want a new bike now, but yeah. if I won the lottery, I don't know if I'd buy a new bike. I'd probably just get the one I have right rigged up. But uh, so yeah, put in a bike trail because I think that would be uh, pretty cool. Um, and then what would, it, what would it be named? Uh, parks Trail, because nice. it connects all the parks, but also Daniel Parks. I was going to say that for your buddy, yeah. Daniel. Uh, so I'd, I'd do that, uh, probably fix, and fix my that, mom's house. Sorry about that, to oh. interrupt. I got a call back right there. Oh, I thought you farted. No. Uh, how often would Daniel have ridden that trail if he was still with never, us? Never. <laughs> never not, I don't think I've ever seen not him ride a bike. Not a single time. Right. He'd probably tear it up uh, on a four-wheeler or something, just ruining <laughs> Fucking nerds. Shit. Fucking nerds. <laughs> Bicycle queers. Uh, so <laughs> absolutely, he would destroy it just in principle. Yeah. But I think that I think that would be cool. I think that would drive a lot of business into the small towns. Yeah. The, you know, what does the taco ride do well, for Well, and that could be consecutive. You could go up to... Along the river up to yeah. Boca and Hancock and all that—that'd be something that could really get expanded on. I think it would be great. I just want to, for my own selfish purposes, I want to be able to ride a bicycle to. I feel like someone should to talk Donian. to Rebecca about getting a, a grant for that and have there, a. There's a trail, you know, not to go off in the weeds, but there's a there's a project going, but we're the very last priority on the project list. Out to this area, though. Yeah. Nice. So they've got a bunch in in Council Bluffs, and that's what they're worried about because city people bike, they don't. Yeah. They drive everywhere because right. it's Council Bluffs. You, how far? I'm trying to think. It'd be like down by Hamburg where that connects, where you would connect to the Wabash Trace. Yeah, well, you, yeah. It'd be all the way down there. You could probably connect to it in Henderson. No, not Henderson, excuse me, Silver City. It goes through Silver City. Okay. So you could meander down that way? Yeah. All right. Get it that so way. So would you buy any? Think cool. I mean, as far as physical possessions, or just make stuff better for the community. Uh, I also like downtowns. Yep. So I would probably fix up downtown Carson. Yeah. Um, and then I would buy a bunch of farmland and then just drive up the fucking prices so regular guys couldn't even couldn't even touch it. I like it. 
just absolutely ridiculous and piss okay. everybody off. Would you would you farm it? I have a buddy who farms, nice. so I probably have do him, I know him do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh it's either that or just uh put it all to like pollinator habitat and put a bunch of bees out there and then people be like, Oh, I can't farm around it because there's bees everywhere. Yeah. Solar farm, that would be kind of cool. Uh they're actually paying big money for that. They offered our good buddy John really a bunch of money for his farms to uh put solar farms in, like 160 acres. Holy shit, that's a lot of <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of panels. Yeah. Did he do it? Uh, I don't believe so, but they had, I mean, it was like 3000 bucks an acre for rent. Oh. I mean, so in three years, you'd have four years of piece of land paid off. Yeah. But anyway, so that, no, I mean, you're going to go buy, you're going to get, you know, new boobs for yourself or anything like that? Uh, I might get one calf implant. Oh, nice. Just the one. Um, and, and on the, the wrong side too. I just want one giant one. Just get the other one bigger. <laughs> just the skinny calf on the other side. I'm actually going to graph out of this one to the big one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. But so yeah, it just looks buy, like that mic stand next to you yep, and then your thigh. And then just straight, just thigh all the way down to my cankle. I like it. I like um, it. so yeah. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, would you save any for the girls or just blow it all in? Bike trails you and calves. You got to save it. You got to put it in some sort of trust to when they're thirty, they get it. I was going to so say, how old would how old do they be responsible enough to get it? Yeah, they got to be thirty, and then maybe payments start coming out because you yeah. give you know someone a lump sum at eighteen. At eighteen, poof. Uh, my when my dad died, my sisters got his social security, and I, none of them can balance a checkbook. Right. So maybe I'll cut that out so I don't piss off my sisters. But bother me a bit. all right is that all your lottery that's all my lottery yeah all right so the next thing i have since we're in the winter wonderland winter sledding with the kids but we'll start back with yours what's your worst sledding experience you've ever had oh okay so uh our good buddy dave yep he uh uh i lived with him in high school but when we were like kids like 10 11 years old his uh mom took us sledding at the golf course Put in perspective what that I know, I know, but yeah. Uh, so the, the golf course hill on hole one at the Oakland golf course, it is almost straight downhill. It is it's a, a massive hill. Two and a half to one slope for anybody that knows how to do slopes. Okay. About 200 yards long? Eh, maybe 75, 80 yards long. Oh, okay. Maybe it's, 700 yards long. Yeah, it's pretty much a, a cliff. Okay. But uh, so. We were sledding down that. Everybody's having a good time. And then his mom says, well, I'm going to jump on there. Uh-oh. So she jumps on there, slides down the very first time, and wraps herself around a tree. Oh, no. And broke, like, three ribs. And she's, you know, heaving. And Dave's freaking out because his mom just got hurt. So I had to yep. run uh, all the way down the hill, across the whole uh, whole nine tee box into that. Uh, and if you've golfed there, you know that on Where hole Lee nine. Where lives now? No. So that would have been smarter to go up to the nicer houses, but the absolute shittiest house. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the one I'm talking about, don't yeah. you? They had a they had a donkey Across there the for a while. Uh, yeah, so I I like knock on pounding on the door, just uh, and they think it's the cops or something. They they open the door and uh, they, I was like, I need to call nine one one, and they're like, Ugh. I was like, my friend's mom got hurt sledding, so. They let me, ended up, I had to like coerce them into letting me call the cops yep. from their house because they're like, well, they're not coming here, are they? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had to call them. We're not doing anything illegal, but just hypothetically, they're not coming, are they? Yeah. No, no. It was, it was pretty That's, good. 
So, but crack a couple ribs. Yeah, crack, then... crack some ribs. Oh, that's and, terrible. Yeah, she was pretty beat up after that. How old were you? We were 10 or 11. So, that was pretty good instincts on you. Did Dave go, go fucking call 911? Did you, you know what to do and spring no, into he action? No, he ran straight to his mom. And, the, you know, I could have ran. It's up at the golf course, so there's houses everywhere. And I ran to the furthest and shittiest one I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> I ran past all these nice houses. Yep. People out there waving their bag phones. Hey, you need something to help? I was like, I got it. There's a cop chasing you. <laughs> I can't. I've got to call the ambulance. I got to call. I got to call. So yeah, yeah that's the, that's the worst one. What about you? Well, if it's not if it's not just blowing out her knee skiing, I'm I don't know. Well, so we'll start with sledding. But I think the worst one was probably actually with your wife Shiloh. When we were wee kids, we were you up. Son of a bitch. We were up here sledding by Randy, just up on the end of Main Street by Randy Miller's house. Yeah, used to be a big sledding hill there, which happened to have a big effing tree right at the middle of it in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And we had those old runner sleds that had the little things you could steer on it, which were terrible, by the way. They never steered. Well, yeah, they did. They really? had the, yeah, the wood thing on front, and you pulled it, you twisted it, and that's what pulled it one way or the other. Oh. But they worked fine if you had really hard-packed snow, but if you had any kind of loose snow, you just sank to the bottom, and then you smashed your fingers. <laughs> so anyway, this day, they happened to have hard-packed snow, and it did work, and I was going like a son of a bitch. And so, like, the second time down there, all the town kids are doing their jumps and all this cool stuff, and I bring my country kid runner sled hitched up to my mule oh yeah and uh, i get going down the down the hill and i got my hands on that steering cross arm and crossbar where the hill it is and i hit a tree with my fingers and smashed the fuck out of it between my sled and my hand ah it hurts it hurts and i can't remember if they lived just straight south of there in their old house or if they were still up in the north end of town i can't remember i think probably right on the, the south side of town yeah but that was probably my work. Because on the farm, there wasn't much. You're just going to go until you slow down to a stop or hit the next terrace, whatever it may be. Yeah. But uh, we had some pretty good wrecks on the snowmobile because my, my dad had an old John Deere 500 snowmobile. And he would pull us around. And there was one day, it was getting muddy in March. And then there was patches of snow and he was pulling us. And we slid off the tube and then went into a big mud hole. And then my face, like the tube stopped. And I went over the front of it. And it just smeared down my face and like filled my lip and my chest and my like I had a big dip of mud in and just smeared all the way down my face, gravel and shit smeared on my face. And that one hurt pretty bad, but yeah, we've had a lot of wrecks out there getting pulled behind stuff as we've always done that. I do it to my kids and I just piled Brooklyn up last week on a terrace and there wasn't because the wind's blowing so hard. There's not much snow on the ground, but there's big drifts and so I spun her around and she flew out of a drift and skimmed across the bean stubble. I was like that ground's hard and like. All right, well, it was cold out there, and I rolled my window back up, and she got back on. And, <laughs> no, I didn't. But, no, she she came rode with me for a little bit. We beat on Marshall for a while. We got a car hood now we ride. Oh. And so we hooked that on behind. And uh, it it's like a piece of paper on a hockey table, how easy it slides. You can't believe it. Really? Like, just going down the hill on the flat, if you're going ac- across the hill, it'll be straight parallel to you or adjacent to you. Uh, Almost just, passes you? Yeah, just because just it just goes so smooth on the snow. Wow. But. So I got to ask, when you were a kid and you, you crushed your fingers, did you roll over off of your uh, radio flyer sled? Yeah, and, that's and, what it was. And go, Rosebud. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it said, darn it. Darn uh, it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it had a name, but Rosebud would have been a good one. It would have been a great I one. I think it's actually still hanging in the shed. That's pretty great. Did you see, uh, it was a couple years ago on that Twitter, uh, Iowa Chill. 
Mm-hmm. Some guys took one of those when the gravel roads had, we had that big ice storm and the yeah. gravel roads were just a sheet of ice. Yep. And they started, and I recognized it. It was the the Mormon Trail monument there off of, uh, oh gosh, what is that, L66 off okay. of Highway 6. Yep. And they started and they slid, and I bet they went a quarter mile. No shit. Yeah. On the road? Yep. I'll be damned. Uh, I did have one in college where we had a, a little kiddie pool, like you buy at Dollar General, just a big plastic roto mold thing. Yeah. And so we held on to a tow rope, like a ski rope, and then sat down in there and put your feet against the front of the sled. And it worked about as well as it sounds like it would. But my buddy Matt, he lives over in eastern Iowa now, but you'd sit in there, and then so you're sitting down flat, and then those sleds are so thin, then you get out on the road, and it would just beat the hell out of your ass. Because all the rocks and stuff are beating on you. So uh, uh, that didn't last very long. It, it didn't take long to realize that really effing sucked. <laughs> but So th- that one hurt pretty bad. I'm trying to think. I think we hit some cars with it, but nothing real serious. I mean, like spin out in the town. Yeah. So there was some of that. But yeah, no, I've never only broke any bone sledding. We're pretty tame compared to the skank. Yeah. Yeah, his one on Main Street sounded pretty gnarly. <laughs> and banging onto that old chiefy. Yeah. Almost decapitating his friends on then, the school bus. Yeah. Making him ride back on the sled. Ah, oh, there's no room in the truck. You have to ride the sled. That was brutal. Uh, is that any more sled action? Uh, that's, that's all the sled in action. I so guess. you never got hurt sledding? Uh, no. We I, As a kid, we never really went sledding. Um, we had that big hill there at, yeah. the, at the house in Oakland because Oakland is... A hill. Yeah, it's just a hill. Um, but, yeah, we never really went... Sledding, per se. Hmm. Hmm. I expect more on you, Frank. Uh, well, I, you know, what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was once some radio magic, but we'll go, we'll settle for days, mom busting some ribs. Yeah. Uh, is it worth talking about the Calcutta suspension at a local establishment? Um, I think so. Okay. Go ahead. So, uh, posted on Facebook, they had a two week suspension. So, by the time you hear this episode, uh, it shall be served. So what happened was three years ago, they had a Calcutta for the, uh, I believe the NCAA tournament. And uh, what a Calcutta is, and keep in mind, I don't know what a Calcutta is. I'm just going off of my own assumptions here. So you pay money for a team, and it's almost like an auction. So if you wanted uh, Kentucky on uh for your team, sorry, we're dealing with snow there. So if you wanted a Kentucky as your NCAA team to win the whole damn thing, then you pay money for it. And if someone else wants it, they drive up the price. So the, the key is, it. yeah. So the key is, is you don't want to pay too much because if that team loses, you're screwed and there's no guarantee in an NCAA tournament. Right. So that's my understanding of it. So just for having an auction that they profited off of, somebody must have turned them in three years ago. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't uh, get turned in for their pizza beer puzzle thing. Yeah, because that was competition too. I, I suppose it could be done. Yeah, but there's something about a Calcutta that is Excuse me. that's illegal. Because whenever you hear someone saying they're having a Calcutta, they're like, don't tell anybody. All right. Don't bring it up on your podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, they well. everybody knows... Yeah, I feel bad for him because it's hard enough being a small business owner in town. And then when somebody uh, turns you in for something as simple as that three freaking years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's bullshit. I feel for them on that one. They're friends of ours anyway. So. What's the statute of limitations on that? Well, actually, yeah, I don't know. Evidently not three years. Yeah. <laughs> Must be five. <laughs> uh, anything else on that one? It's, that's all I know is is from what. All right. And I didn't even read the post. Shiloh read the post to me as I was. So next on my list, what do you know about frozen cocks? I know just enough to get by. Okay. So my wife is quite the <laughs> cock herder. And she's got a herd of chickens out there. And our good buddy, the influencer, his wife had a bunch of extra cocks. And so she brought them over to my, my house. Yep. Because what your wife will take cocks. <laughs> yeah. She loves her chickens. <laughs> and so she, we were cock rich at the old 4F ranch. And we had these roosters around the home place. And all day, 20, well, not about 21 hours a day. Yeah. They were raising hell. And when it got so cold last week, uh, they just, they don't go to the shed to roost in the coop. And they just roost in the trees out by our bedroom window, which is why they wake me up like 4 o'clock every morning. Well, maybe 5. And now they all froze to death and just fell over because they were in the trees. <laughs> and not to brag, but it didn't hurt my feelings, but I do feel bad because my wife loves her animals. Uh, so I felt bad for her. But on the flip side, I'm, I'm kind of glad the roosters are gone. I like the hens because they are fun to walk, watch walk around and stuff. Yeah. And they chase each other. It's fun. But, yeah, they just, they just sat there in the trees and just froze and fell over. I mean, their legs are still sitting out, and they just, boop, <laughs> they fell, just over. fell over. Yep. Like uh, iguanas in uh, in Florida when it gets, like, 30 degrees. Yes. They, uh, the iguanas just drop out of the trees, and they have to put it on the news to watch for iguana drop. Yes. So a few weeks ago, I asked my daughter Brooks and Alice, uh, the bridge builder's daughter, I said, hey, what are you, what are you going to do, you think, when you grow up? Well, we're going to go to Florida, and – Alice is going to be a veterinarian or a painter, and I'm going to bring back iguanas that fall out of trees and nurse them back to health. Yeah. That's, that's, well, that sounds great. You guys got a plan. So, can you imagine trying to nurse a, an iguana back to health? I can't imagine. What do iguanas? Here's some bug juice. I can't imagine. So it did cross my mind, though, the chickens, because they were there. I mean, it was 30 below windshields, pretty darn cold. And uh, we tried to catch them, and they would fly around the trees and. And get away from here, go up higher where you couldn't get them. Like, all right, you're on your own, guys. Because I'm, I even tried to help Jess because I, I don't want to see her animals suffer. I don't want to see animals suffer anyway. But anyway, you think you could bring them back to life, thaw them out like Encino Man? Oh, I don't, uh, I don't think that's a thing. I think uh, once their heart stops, it quits pumping blood to their brain, whatever little brain they have. Okay. Well, I call and, bullshit. Because did you do it? Well. So you brought him into the house. No, not a chicken, but a frog. Frogs are cold blooded. <laughs> mm. Well, we did to a frog. Okay. And I think we told the story on Andy's podcast. But uh, we were out drinking beer, playing cards one night, and I threw a frog, and there's a big old fat toad on the ground, and I picked up and threw it in his cooler, and it was dark out, and he kept grabbing beers. And every time we grab a beer, I'm like, oh, he's going to grab it, he's going to grab it, and he's going to scare him. Never did. Well, the next day they were going to a baseball game. And they say, oh, go grab that cooler. We'll put some Gatorade in it. And his son's like, oh, there's a goddamn frog in the cooler. Oh, fucking Brad. And so he dumped out in the yard. And then uh, after they were getting ready to go, the frog wandered off. It thawed out and wandered off. Yeah. I think (laughs) think it's because it's cold-blooded. Well, okay. Well, the chickens are cold-blooded now. So (laughs) They're, uh, they're nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, so they're... No more, well, not as many roosters as we had last week. So I did want to bring up, you mentioned 4F Ranch. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, a point in my head, and I, I, I continually think about it, and it's one of those things that I shouldn't, but the, the, the 4F logo. Yep. Unintentionally, it doesn't look like the most PC. It does look a little bit like a swastika. Okay, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. Yes. So, and that was totally unintentional because it's right. it's four Fs on a windmill and they're blowing in the in the wind. Right. So, when done yeah. proper with the windmill, it looks fine. Yes. But if you just start drawing the wind turbine <laughs> and don't do the tower, it looks a lot like a swastika. Yeah. So I was uh, I was watching TV the other day and. Uh, uh, I believe it was Yellowstone, and Jimmy goes down to the four sixes. Right. And it's just four sixes on a hat, and I thought, well, why couldn't Brad just redo the logo so it was four Fs? It could be. On a on a hat. It could be, yep. You could fancy so, it up that way. I've got a good buddy that has been helping us part-time for probably 20 years after work and just a real good dude, loves coming out and love having him. And uh, we are, had one of those big one-inch wide Sharpies used for making posters and stuff. Yeah. And so we're out at the quarry, and he put a 4F emblem on his chest like Yellowstone. Hmm. Like, yeah, I'll do it. And then uh, so we had these big 4F signs on our chest, and we went out floating. And we walk over to the beach, and we were getting a lot of cross-eyed stares. And I'm like, I looked over at him and looked back at me. I'm like, that looks a lot like a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> People think the fucking, the fucking clan just showed up on the beach. I'm like... Oh, I'm gonna go wash this off now. Put my shirt on. It was like American History X rolling up on the beach. I had to curb stop a I kid. Know the, I know the buddy you're talking about, and he's he's a burly looking guy. <laughs> yeah, is as great of a person as you. He's could like, I be. don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, it's pretty funny. Yeah, because we were uh, they were probably not the cleanest drawings we'd ever made. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, we probably better. Uh, and then the next day, he had a sunburn from it. And so it was all white underneath that. I'm like, yeah, this is funny. That's funny. So, yeah, you got to be careful how you draw our logo because it can come off a little bit Nazi-ish. I'm thinking just a complete redesign. Yeah. Well, I don't, man, we're branded now. It's on the trucks. It's on shirts. It's on our checks. It's on, it's on my email. Oh. It's everywhere. All right. But, uh, yeah, it's you do have to watch the... The logo. So, yeah, watch the logo. But uh, speaking of logos, uh, you got uh, a new. Oh, yes, I did. Uh, what you could see it on our Facebook has been posted already. Yep. You post on the one more page, right? Yeah, I posted it on the, the okay. Facebook and the Instagram. So Frank was gracious enough to give me a shirt. One of a kind. One of a kind. And check it out on our Facebook. Uh, Turkey Creek Family Retreat. Couples Retreat. Couples Retreat. Uh, for those that didn't listen... Oh, I'm trying. I don't have no idea what the episode was. It was early on in the podcast, but I don't think but, it was that early on. But you bring it up all the time, right? And I love it because it's one of those things you really got to listen for and know what you, you had to have listened to that episode in order to know. Do you want to what, summarize Turkey Creek quick? Uh, so a buddy that uh was my of my dad's was telling me a story after my dad had passed, and it wasn't a very Great story to tell someone's kid. And he brought it up unprovoked. Un- unprompted. Yeah. yeah. It was, he was, he was at work when I saw him and he was telling me this story right. and it painted him in a pretty awful light as well. But anyway, they ended up, uh, uh, doinking, doinking, uh, each other. No, uh, well, you, you pause there at the wrong time. Well, I was going to say spit roast, but I don't know if that, <laughs> that's a huh. PC, um, Spit roast? Spit roast. I've never heard that. 
how do you spit roast a hog? Something through its mouth and something through its. Oh, we call that an airlock. Oh, okay. the harvest crew mouthful buttful. Okay. Uh, like so they airlocked. When you're dumping a grain cart, two combines at once, it's an airlock. Yeah. So they airlocked uh, this this lovely woman and yeah um, at at Turkey Creek at Turkey Creek. Yeah. Uh, so my dad was making a van payment. Right. Because that's what the guy was <laughs> cash or ass. That's all he cared. Yeah. Nobody rides so, for free. No. <laughs> Nobody drives for free. So good for him. So and then for 15 years, I had to pass Turkey Creek every fucking day twice. That smell. Van payments. <laughs> Van payments. 